Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This week on Up to 90, we talk Jenny Jones. Oh, this is a goodie. First of all, big shout out to our wonderful sponsor, Copperberg. Hi, Copperberg. Uh, it's weather for now, Copperberg. Now, isn't it roasting today? 25 degrees. That's hot. Uh, yeah, it's pretty hot. So it's definitely an evening for a cup of Do you know how hot um, it is? How hot is it, love? I'm driving in. Loads of people on the canal drinking Copperberg. Eyeballed them. There's At a the fella. barge? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great There's spot a fella for Jogging. His top off. His abs and muscles. And he's tanned. And attractive. <laughs> I reported him to the guards. Oh, fuck that. Where does he think it's... No. It's not my... have shades on? Welcome to Miami. No. Nanamina, manny, manny. No, it's Dublin. Stop that. Up to 90. Up to 90. Up to 90. With Emma and Julie. You're only allowed to take your top off in Dublin as a man if you are pasty, pasty white. That's and the you're real. a little that bit, you're a little bit woo, a little bit wah, a little bit on the well, edge. Well, I don't know what's going on because I was down you're a, little a bit lot of people around burger. town and there's just no tan lines happening, no streaks. And I think they could be real tans. Is this climate change? Is this what's happening? I don't know. Greta Thunberg, stand back. Stand down, Greta. I don't think people have real tans, do they? I don't know. I thought there were some real tans built around. And sure, I was just hanging around town all day, completely misjudged the weather. Listener, I'm wearing a pair of jeans and I'm just... And they're not even like the, the thin jeans, the River Island jeans, and they're so thick. Oh, I just nearly took my pants off multiple times today. You could have gotten away with it though. Ah, what are the nicks? What nicks yeah, are we were? Well, today? no. After I nearly went for a piss, do you know? Did you hear that? How Martin King stung me when I was going for a piss outside the Three Arena? No. That's Stevie Wonder. Well, I was bursting in the Martin taxi. Martin King. How was it going, lads? Yeah, pretty much. That fella. Uh, we were in the taxi and big shout out to Fred. How was it going? We... Woo! <laughs> that fella. <laughs> Yeah, the meteorologist, sorry, sorry, Martin sorry. King. Stop now. Um, there we are. Okay. Uh, Out of my system. Go. 
Um, but that's a pretty spot on Martin I have to say Martin was had the misfortune of coming along I had been in a taxi we were on our way to Stevie Wonder and one thing that does stress me out is when mm. I don't allow myself enough time so we hadn't allowed ourselves enough time to get so to sorry, the sorry you're just stressed out all the all fucking time, the time. So then we got out <laughs> to the taxi. Tell the listener, before you start the story, and I do want to hear, tell the listener what time you text me at saying, are you coming? Well, I was scared because I'm never here first in Head Stuff. Shout out also to Head, Stuff. head Stuff. Thank you for supporting us um, in our podcast endeavours. Emma is always here first. So at one mm. minute past eight when Emma wasn't here, I was like, oh, Paddy, it's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> so I did message her just to see if she was okay. I was really worried about her. And um, I was like, fucking typical. Take of her. But I was like, she's there I got out the once. taxi before Stevie Wonder. Before, got out of the taxi. Okay, yeah. And we were, I was going to wet myself. Like it was happening Bad. that time of the month. And I was like, just and they was there alco- good bit of alcohol at this stage? Or what are we had, talking? It was a hot day and I'd been doing a lot of driving in the car coming up from Athelney. Um, and I think sometimes if I'm a little bit kind of I don't know was was I dehydrated or tired or what but I basically I knocked back two pints in I'd say the space of 20 minutes and I was bamboozled like my bladder was like what's happening it was just too much liquid yeah Um, so I said to Fred I was like I have to go to the toilet and he was like look just go here okay it was like the Titanic or something just like whoa too much water what's happening exactly so I um, I I was like I can't go here we're outside the three green he was like just go down that little street nobody will notice so like at this stage my fly is open my button's undone oh, I mean yeah. I'm good to if go somebody's put it in your head of course so you're like it's fine all you need is that one friend that gives you the green light yeah, yeah. and it's happening mm. it doesn't matter what, like you know that one friend what I used to love um, for the many 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 years um, that I was on the dating scene you'd you know you'd ring around all the friends and you'd yeah. say things like should I send him a letter and everyone would be like no 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 you'd keep going Didn't until you got that one friend <laughs> that one friend who would be like yeah it. I think write him a letter if it makes you and it's done like you yeah, just your stamp, the stamp was in your hand <laughs> you're at the post box you're <laughs> just waiting you posted it already <laughs> <laughs> you posted right. three days ago anyway so the fly was undone yeah. and I was good to go and next thing I hear um, uh, honk honk honkety honk and there's this jeep passing and we're on the we're on the passenger side of this jeep and Jesus. who was the passenger in the car only man king I thought you were saying Martin King was shouting racial slurs at you there when you started that story. No, I why? Like, what did this? I say? You're doing the honk, honk, honky, honk thing. Why? What's what, What's that about? Like a honk in a car. Yeah, is yeah no, I've got you is now. That, is that a racial thing? I don't know. It kind of sounded like it was, oh, though. I was getting worried. I was like, don't be ruining Martin's rep. Oh, God. Well, I hope. I hope now I'm not putting that on Martin. I meant a honk as in a honk of a car. Yeah, a honk of a car. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's like, area Fred, area G. And I was like, oh, no. So. So he basically saw that I was totally wide open for business and it was quite funny because I put up that in my stories and tagged him in it um, the next day I was like oh you know like this happened last night it's fairly traumatising because it was just such a close one yeah Um. I mean imagine Martin King ca- like catching you going for a street piss 
But then it was funny because then Fred was doing a live um, story and Martin got involved there the last day and I was in the background in my pyjamas, no makeup on. Like, we need to talk about the live oh stories God. when they're happening. Do you know? Fred's like, it's mad just, for them, isn't he? I've never done one. See, I go to the toilet and he's starting them. Like, he's just, you need a bit of warning. You're in the mismatched mm. pyjamas. Like, you know, the washing is just piled up in the background. I'd be too scared to do one. I'd feel like there'd be like two people. And yeah, I tried one. Then... I'm not going to lie. I tried one a couple of weeks ago and oh, I yeah. got three people. Okay. And then one of them asked me a question and it was someone that I really didn't want to engage with, someone that I've shifted in a former life. Oh. But because it was only the three of us in the conversation, <laughs> I had to answer them. Jeez. You know what I mean? And how long did you do it for? Oh, like I say, five minutes. Well, no, that's, I mean, I'd had a couple of drinks. Ta- I'd take Fucking a few hell. drinks that stage. Oh, my God. Maybe four minutes. It was late now, but there was only three people, Emma. Who could, I was like, never again. I am actually, after remembering now, I did live, I did live Facebook <clears throat> for a parenting thing. Have you got kids? Yeah. <laughs> a parenting site. You'd just be talking into fucking dead air for like 15 minutes. It's, Bizarre. And this was like a good few years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus, I just got to well, fucking dose the fears there. Martin did say when I was hovering in the background, he was like, huh, is she going for a piss in the street again? He did not. He did. Fair play to him. And did he write back to your story? No, but he must have watched it because we all had a good laugh then or something along okay. the lines of is she pissing in the street again? <laughs> I was like, this is just. Oh, nice. That's a really good story. I like that. Well, I mean, it's just. You know when it's just about to happen? Yeah. Like yeah. I was just about to squash. So I think it's a good story. But I think three seconds later, it could have been a very different yeah. type of story. I actually... once that stream starts... But some, Yeah, yeah. You can't stop it. I did a... The worst, my worst one was I did it in a park and uh, I actually fucking sat on nettles. I was hovering over nettles. Impact the worst, but I don't go for piss a lot of the time now in work because I piss so much. I'm becoming self conscious about how much I piss because I drink a lot of tea. Yeah, you're mad for your tea. Yeah, I mean, I'll get three I, peas in before lunch, I've, and I start. I've started just going out to the my coffee shop that I go to for various things. I start. I've started to just do one of them there. You probably think you're on the coke or something. <laughs> They're all the you're time. always coming back. <laughs> I'm in there all the Does time. Do want tea? <laughs> <laughs> Did you not just go to the coffee shop? Um, but yeah. yeah, I have to give a shout out as well. A couple yes. of people came to the gig. Uh, we had a few up to 90 listeners. Um, thank you so much for coming uh, to the Workman's last Friday. It was a great old gig. Still working a few things out because it's a preview, guys. So it's we're working progress, but you were absolutely fab. But it's great Sam to have came, people there, isn't it? Yeah. To hear it. Uh, Paul, Lindsay and Oshina was chatting to them after. Hey, um, Ian and co were all there as well. So thanks so much for coming. Oh, that's and, good. Yes. Sound. You're complete. You're so sound. Also, we can announce our yes. big event, September 11th, Emma. September the 11th. 11th of September. We're having a live event in Whelan's. We're changing. Okay, so we're changing the meaning of September 11th. Good. About time. About time. So it's now going to be about our live event, which is happening in Whelan's, the Parlour Bar. Um, We are having a Simpsons special. This is keep 
the information featuring, coming. Featuring, I do know all this, but I'm acting like it's all new. a comedic new. panel. Yes. Um, so we're going to have a couple of comedy peeps on with us. Fred is doing the music. Lovely. And he gleefully informed me because I was like, but sure, you know, he loves doing the music. At yeah, yeah. Events. Yeah, I love and it. And he gleefully, I was like, oh, but sure, is it not just going to be the theme song? He's like, oh no. Like there is a lot of music in The Simpsons. So he's going to be bringing the keyboard. Lisa, it's your yeah. birthday. So he's going to be bringing the keyboard and then we're going to have um, oh, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah. It's going to be um, brill. Yes, it'll be great. So now, can we have a little chat first, then bring on the panel? And I think it'd be nice if we did a little Q&A after. Wouldn't that Let's be good? Let's do a Q&A. Any, so, I don't know. Maybe that's a bit presumptuous now that people no, would actually I love have questions. That idea. So we'll do a bit. Well, the whole idea, it's by the way, in case I forget to say it, it's on Eventbrite. Yeah. Um. So please check it out. Tickets are, I think they're 10 euro, 10.50 because by the time you add in the VAT. Um, but they're not above 10.50. And it's just to a cover limited the expenses, space. Lads. Yeah, it is a limited space. So, you know, it's going to be really, really nice. I can't wait. And sure, Whedon's is such totally. a lovely spot. That part yeah. of bar is fab. So do get your tickets to mm. avoid this appointment I think a QA and a is a great idea because we've had you know so many lovely people get into it. one thing actually just to say yes. um, and I know you do this as well Ems but I do love every now and again just having a look at those reviews on Apple are just so lovely so we do read them and we thank you so much I don't know how to respond I can we respond to these reviews on Apple don't I'm know. not sure if we can but you know I do I do love to read them and I know you do as well Emma so like they're really sweet so it would be nice maybe to do something like a Q&A Well I'd love to know if there's anything that people want to know Yes I mean I think to be fair we've we've probably told them everything at this point but surely there's something Yeah Just any old so, fucking yeah. shit. But you know what I love I have to say if I'm into a podcast etc I do really enjoy an old Q&A because it's great to just you know there's always that one burning question that you have mm. so this will be the opportunity and we will have and a couple always... of lovely comedians with us discussing their favourite moments favourite characters uh, like all the quotes it's going to be such a quote fest I'm excited Simpsons special so that's happening September 11th yeah. and the tickets are available on Eventbrite and sh- you got to show us a bit of love because if people come she will just keep fucking doing them Yes. So this is because we've been banging on about this for a long time. And, you know, it's something that we want to do more of. Mm-hmm, if the mm-hmm. turnout is good and people enjoy it, which I think it will, you know, I think on both counts, um, you know, that should be the case. We will definitely do more of them because we're all about the performing and interacting with people. Like, that's what we love to do. That's what we love to do. Yeah, we'd happily do more of them. And also, actually, the lads and Whelan's were really sound um, about providing the space, etc. So uh, it could definitely be a runner if this goes well. We can all chill out Doing after it on and the have... reg. <laughs> on the reg. Have a few copperbergs after. Yeah. Of course, it's a given. Absolutely, big delay. I was like, "What?" Um, The keyboard, the keyboard uh, player will be driving. So today we're discussing Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones, yes. So it was a show. To be honest, now I haven't thought about it in a long time. What time of the day was it on? I mean, I think it was on around four o'clockish or something like that. That's my memory of it. It ran from nineteen ninety one. To 2003. I think I used to go from Jenny Jones mm. to Ricky Lake. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I think it was a post-lunchtime slot and then I turned to Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake used to be on at about five o'clock. 
that the sounds, Channel 4. Yeah, 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 that sounds good, yeah. And we were saying, actually, before we started recording the podcast, mm, 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 mm. Uh, she was great for the bit of sauce, Jenny Jones. Well, <clears throat> this is it. So she, uh, I'm sure you know this, she was a stand-up comedian. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, so she had a period of time where she was a drummer in a band. She was a star, uh, stand-up comedian, and she did that American show in the 80s, Star Search. Okay. I'm sure you've seen lots of clips of that. Yeah. So she had kind of mad, uh, she still had the blonde hair, but she kind of had mad, like, big permy hair. And she won it. And the prize is, like, 100 grand or something. She wow. Was. So she won and the whole... And that's, like, 80s money. Yeah, and that's, like, wow. a big, that's a big, big show. Or, like, it was a big, big show in America. And, um, you know, it was kind of like... The X Factor and all that shit was not a new idea. It's just that of the talent shows hadn't not. been on TV for yeah. a while and just kind of revamped them or whatever. So she was she was doing a bit of stand up comedy, and um, Jenny Jones when it started, I'll go into her history and stuff like that first. But uh, it was meant to be kind of a little bit light hearted at first, a little bit funny, you know, like it's daytime stuff. And then they kind of got it. They started saucing it up a bit. Yeah. The bo- they start getting the big boobs in. It was kind of like big players. offsetting Oprah Little. Wasn't it? In the sense it was like a lighter take on things. Oh, yeah. Well, no, she did do like, she did do like a little bit of like gangs and stuff like that. But a lot of the shows were makeovers. Do you remember that? Yes, the old makeover. Where well, they'd, show, they'd show the girl in high school. Yeah. Or, yeah, they have the girl in high okay. school. So this is the girl yeah. you were in science with, yeah? Yeah. And she had brown hair. Glasses. Oh, oh my God! Hell no! And she, hell no! She'd be wearing just a plain t-shirt. Yeah. And braces. Oh, just normal looking, but everyone like, oh my oh, God! My eyes. And then she comes out. What happens? And of course, what? Okay. Shock horror. What color has she dyed her hair, Emma? Blonde. What has she done to her body, Emma? She's gotten big boobs and she's all big and curvy and and what mate- what type of material is she wearing Emma she's wearing uh, lycra something PVC yeah a lot of pink and what industry would she be working in Emma generally speaking uh, Tesco modelling stroke acting entertainment and broadly speaking entertainment yeah. But more of an adult entertainment, really. Bit blue, bit blue. Which, there's nothing wrong with that no. at all. But it was very much like, look at me now. Yeah, yeah. Look how happy I am. So I, like, when I was watching that when I was 10, I was kind of like, oh, this is like, it's kind of soft porn, really. You it know? Was, but, it was, but it was very sexualized Because, of yes. course, we were coming to from, just for international listener, not to pander to stereotype, but I mean, obviously... Early 90s, mid 90s Ireland. We only got yeah. divorced in 1995. Um, scandals consisted of things like housekeepers going on the late late and saying, hey, I had sex with the bishop. Like that was like they were the scandals that shook yeah. us. And every they time the only, they, had... they were the only references to I sex know. in mainstream media. Like that was, just, that was it. And every time they had a child with priest or bishop, the child was always the head Oh, of the it, dad, like wasn't that, it? Like Boris Becker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just. Were you watching the Wimbledon last week? No, I used to watch it back in the day. 
I haven't I, watched it in I years. I haven't sat down for a long time, but Fred's brother, um, Timmy, who's so lovely, he's big into the tennis. And oh, he yeah. had the patience to explain the scoring system. He, he oh, was yeah. Very, he was very good. Um, but Boris Becker's commentaries, they, Tim Henman. He's I thought nice. they were, I, Now, look, I wouldn't be a Boris fan, but I thought they were a bit no? mean to Boris. Because Boris will come out with, you know, zingers like, it is very fun. And they just wouldn't engage. Oh, or, you know, your man who won Djokovic is vegan, so he kept stopping to dates. That's his snack, like a date. So <sighs> Boris would say, it's date time. And they'd be like, sorry, Boris. And he'd be like, well, it's date time. Tennis is like a long enough game. How are you going to be... Long enough? How are you going to be snacking on dates? I in mean, the and I was saying, when do they go to the toilet? And they were like, pooing. oh no, they do sneak off now to go to the loo. And st- I know, can you imagine? Because I make bloody protein balls. And to be quite frank, they're made with dates. And oh my God, like just clear your afternoon schedule. You're just on, I mean, they keep you fecking regular. I tell you yeah, that much. that's the whole thing. But no, so Boris now do was, you not was like coming Boris? out with singer. I No, I don't mind him. I don't I, know a lot about a him. bit of my... It did annoy Secret me when he fancy now, Defo. Oh, he yeah. did well. He's obviously oh, got something because he's had like I mean between his wife now and the mother of this child mm. that he had, you know, after the cloakroom nah, right. liaison. He's right. He's he's obviously got some kind of big dick energy mm. because like something. Yeah. But you remember that, and I think we mentioned it how he denied paternity, and oh, then yeah. this, she's on the cover of OK, and this beautiful dark-skinned woman, Just and this head. ginger, ginger white, g- ginger like really like white, white, pale, pale child with blue eyes and ginger hair. It was and that face up thing before still, we had it. He's it still him. insisted on a paternity test. Oh, it was the absolute head of him. I mean, the, and you know she's a model now, of course. But again, it's so yeah, like I gorgeous. I I mean, of course, like of course, she's a gorgeous looking woman. If she wanted she's to be a very, model, she's very very striking. Yeah, but it was just funny the comment. It is is one fun today, Vaughan. and then he was funny when Djokovic was taking it. Um, I don't. Know, what would you even say a swing? What would you say a serve? He was doing. I don't know. A serve. Was he serving? And Boris was like, like the first throw up in yeah, the air. Yeah, serve. Serving. Yeah, and Boris would be like, he has the angle in his stomach. But I just, I loved him for the commentary. I wouldn't have loved him previous to this. Oh, yeah. I used to watch it back in the day, like with my mom, with John McEnroe. You cannot be serious. It was all the lie. Because he had a bit of crack in him. Or Andre Agassi, now I was mad for him. Were you? Ooh. Hair or no hair? I would have, at the time I was mad for him, I would have said hair. Okay. But the older I get, I've kind of more gone into that whole Jason Statham kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The less hair, the better. Yeah. Um, but well, I was mad I for mean, him. I mean, when was I well see Fred, I do think. Andre Agassi. Oh, Andre Agassi, He gets yeah. it a lot. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Same, same. Um, but yeah, so they did have, uh, Jenny Jones would have had a few of those, like, who's the daddy Yeah, per- paternity tests, definitely. And it was basically, the other side of the makeovers was, if you look a bit drab, like you're wearing a hoodie and baggy jeans and you're a woman, boo, we go off and get you tarted up. Oh, yeah. If you're a woman and you're dressing like a tart, Boo. Yeah. We'll dress you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they'd always just put her in a business suit and take the makeup off her. And you'd think you'd keep the look? Maybe. Not a fucking chance. And I used to love, um, you said there about every now and again she went series with the with the gang episodes. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> there was this guy on 
and he had like a red uh he was a ginger lad actually he was a ginger fella yeah. and he had like a red bandana on oh and he was talking about he was like um anyway they Clashing. were trying they were like and you know jenny would have her cars and she'd be like so you've killed you've you've hurt people and he's like <laughs> yeah i've hurt people and you've you've shot that- people yeah, I've shot people. And then you this went on. You're really and good, Jenny Jones. No, but then it was funny because then I can remember the end of the episode as the credits are just about to roll. Yeah. He rips the bandana off and he says, I don't want to be in a gang no more. I'm done with this shit. And they've bleeped out. And like, she's like, we'll, we'll get you the help you need. Thanks for watching. And I was like, this guy can't return home. He's dead. He's dead. He's thrown his bandana on the ground. He thought it was gone. He I don't want to be in a gang no more. He thought that it was going to get aired. God. It's God. It's well, sure, look, we both know that that was only the start of it Because I Jenny can Jones. remember with Jenny the episode where um, this woman, oh, this well, I say woman, like this girl, like she was yeah. like a, an, old, an older teenager, so maybe like 19, 20, mm. and she ha- was pregnant with twins. And like they were doing this whole like who's the daddy thing. And yeah. I remember Jenny being like, well, of course, you know that technically speaking, each of these babies could have like a different father but it was that thing of like you know like she was going through all the people she had sex with and everyone's booing and hoo-haing and yeah. just you'd think even at, even at that time we would have been what like fourth class third class yeah yeah even yeah even in that moment you're like clearly this woman has something going on if she is coming on a tv yeah. show to find out who the father is of her twins. Like in that moment, she seems so lost and is recounting all these men that she had sex with within a 24 hour period. And you're like, mm. oh, I mean, Jenny, at any point did she say this is kind of gross? Yeah, well, I think Jenny just basically took the job because she said that she kind of needed the money. The money from Star Search was gone. Um, and Jenny Jones isn't her actual name. No. It's Janina Skronsky. Yes, I knew that actually because I was so From Bethlehem. With her. Yeah. I was, where, what? which Bethlehem? Um, There's a load of them in the British States. Mandate of Palestine. It's not to call that anymore though. That's what it was at the time. Because you know what age she is? Sorry, hang on. That's what it says here. Rewind. Jenny Jones is from actual Bethlehem. Yes. Not like Bethlehem, Massachusetts. No, 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 no. Like actual Bethlehem. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. No, no honestly. Way. No, no, honestly. Tell me all. This is fascinating. So she's actually 73 now. What? Yeah. God, so she'd she done, you see, she'd, gone, she'd done a few like game shows and stuff. Uh, where she was a contestant. Right, yeah. So her family started off in Bethlehem and then they moved to Italy and her parents were Polish and then they eventually, the family moved to Canada. Wow. And her mother was a seamstress and her dad had been in the Polish army and they were actually, the family, They it, she grew up in a very strict Catholic family. So um, after kind of Jenny Jones stopped, she brought out um, the autobiography, as you would. But she said one of her earliest memories when she was about three or four, she remembers her dad throwing 
the kitchen table at her mother. Yes, I knew because uh, with I think it was probably with all the controversy, which you're going to get to now in a moment. But towards the end of uh, the demo, I suppose, well, the very end of the Jenny Jones show, mm. I could remember her coming out and talking about how she had such a shit childhood. Yeah, well, it was she had to she kind of got to that point where she had to talk about her childhood and she said well, that. Well, she had to make herself vulnerable and yes. say, listen, I'm not just up I'm here a in person. a crystal tower. Yeah. Like looking down at you guys, I've gone through shit as well. Yeah. So that was I think that's when all that. Kind yeah, because I think out. people were saying about, you know, like, sure, we're still talking talking about it now as we were saying before with the whole Jeremy Call thing people saying these people are being exploited it's exploitative yeah and she's like well these people are from the same place that I'm from like she's like yeah. these are she's not she wasn't saying it in a kind of up herself these are my people but you know she's like it's talking about where she came from and she, she remembers like her dad spitting on her mom, and she said the, the spit being in her hair and she's just like like you know disgusting but she left school at um before finishing high school and she kind of just like f- fell into being a drummer for a band mm-hmm. and then she kind of did the bit of stand up so she was doing like these game shows the price is right do you remember that price yes, is right yeah. match game I don't think we had that here and press your luck so she's doing kind of these you know and trying to be like a personality on a game show which you know it's not a bad thing to do so Jenny Jones, the show started in 1991. As you said, it was taped in Chicago, where we know all the best dunk shows are. Seemed to be recorded. Um, so uh, was, the show was going great, going on for years. They were kind of amping up the content and the kind mm-hmm. of guests they had. And it was never like... It was never quite Jerry Springer. Exactly. I was just going to say that. But it was defo more than Ricky Lake. Yeah. And now, to be honest, I got to the stage of not watching Ricky Lake because I was like, you're not giving me what I want here. Well, the time that I stopped with Ricky Lake was when Ricky... Ricky fascinated me because she'd say things like, oh, you know, I met my husband and, you know, within an hour we were naked. And like for an 11 year old growing up in 90s Ireland, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So that's what She brought up the husband a bit, didn't she? Yeah, but of course they divorced then and all that kind of crap. But she, um, but I remember her saying once, I'll never forget it. I was like, this is when Ricky, I, I was just done with Ricky. She was like, oh, Will Smith, I remember I did a movie with him. And I was like, Ricky, stop it now. Rain it in. Rain it in. You're, you know, come on now. She did hairspray, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, Ricky, I'm done. Ah, uh, yeah, I never, I never got into Ricky. Like, and don't get me wrong, I liked Ricky, but I never got into Ricky as much as I got into Jenny Jones. I was Jones. obsessed with her face, Ricky Lake. I thought she had the most oh, beautiful gorgeous. face. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of face I wanted. The yeah, darker, yeah, 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 yeah. When didn't have it. So the episode that really caused a little bit of hassle for everybody, uh, which was never aired. No, it wasn't. Same sex secret crushes. So it was taped 6th of March, 1995. A gay man, Scott Amadir, confessed his love to an acquaintance, Jonathan Schmidt, right? So Jonathan was told before the show that somebody was going to, you know, confess their Mm -hmm. crush or whatever. They said, like, it could be a man or a woman, whatever. 
Um, so he kind, you know, the kind of, and he even had his suspicions that it was going to be Scott. And he asked him the night before, "Is is it you?" And he's like, "Well, what if you know? What if it was me?" So this all later came out. So you know, he knew he had a fair good inkling that this could have been a possibility. So when you watch the show. Um, Scott is there with kind of like a, a mutual friend or whatever this woman so it's the, they have it set up like could it be her could it be him you know you don't really know and Jonathan comes out and he's told and he reacts really really well yes I can remember this this he's is laughing. why everyone was so shocked yeah. because he seemed to take it it seems well. to take like, it seems to be a good sport yes and yeah. seems to be very considerate to Scott and the situation and because they've kind of amped it up they have Scott describing um, Jenny says to him somewhere what, what, were you, what were you saying about about him earlier on he's like oh I have this hammock this big hammock and I'd like to have a minute like with, and, and the audience is kind of waiting there <laughs> waiting there he's like you know like with, like whipped cream and fruit <laughs> And looking at it now, I'm sure at the time I was sitting there and my face is like probably burning up. But I'm just like, now I'm looking at it. I was like, this is fucking lame. So anyway, you'd just be sitting there with like your Ashling copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big style. <laughs> and your mama come in, you'd be like, get out! Can I not have a life? Jeez, I just want to know what good fellas pizza you wanted. Pepperoni! You know! I don't eat meat. Don't put any extra cheese on it! Oh. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. It's a very, very old call back there. So anyway, it's all, <laughs> it's all fine. It's all fine. The show is fine, right? And Jenny says later in an interview, so she could only talk about it years after the fact because she was advised by her, her her lawyers not to speak about it. So she didn't speak about it until conveniently she was bringing out the books. But anyway, she said that they all hung out then later that night, the three of them together. Uh, Jonathan asked to have his flight changed so he could go home with the other two as well so it was all like everybody's buddies everybody's buddies and then when they got home I think they were hanging out that night again in some bar where were they from I don't know no but like somewhere middle America-esque um I don't know where they're from oh you're okay I don't know that's fine so um I basically just find out one location and that is all so it was only three days after the fact that Jonathan turned up to Scott's house. He bought a gun that day, turned mm-hmm. up to his house, killed him. Rang the police himself and said, um, after shooting a man who humiliated me on national television. But And so they have the point- audio of that. At this well. point, it hasn't been shown, though, the footage. No, no. So it's yeah. only... It's, it's, it's only after the fact. Yeah, it's only three days after the show. Sure, half of that time they were getting back to wherever the fuck they lived. He goes, buys the gun, rocks up to his house. And Jenny Jones said at the time, the story that kept, or not the story, but the word that kept being uh, used in the media. Do you know the way, in particular, in America, and in fairness, like it is such a huge country, but do you know the way, like, 
uh, John Oliver will do it like they, they just basically all of them are saying the exact same story yeah. like somebody starts and they all say the exact same thing or use the exact same word she was like the word that kept getting used was ambushed ambushed that this guy had been ambushed by him Um he was convicted of second degree murder and received a sentence of 25 to 50 years in prison. So Jenny obviously was at the trial. So it became it became known as the was Jenny this Jones. This was 2003, wasn't it? No, no, no. So it happened. The, sh- the episode, you know, uh, the recording happened in 1995. Wow. So the show went on. She never actually, yeah, yeah, the show went on. She never really spoke about it at the time. And then she spoke about it later. She had to testify. Well, I think that's really in bad taste for the show to I go couldn't on. believe. Really I thought that was what had ended the show. I, would, I just presumed that's what ended the show. Yeah. So when asked about it, um, you know, she kind of said all this information that they hung out and, you know, they didn't know. And his family were like, they should have known that he had a history of mental health problems or whatever mm. and had suicide attempts. And she's asked the question like, but, you know, when you kind of found when you the fact about the suicide attempts and stuff came up in court, did you and your team not kind of go, you know, we should have done a more detailed background check on this person? And it was all very like wiping away the tear and whatever and talking about the dad and, you know, and then when it came to that question, she kind of fucking cut that off straight away and basically said if she had to do it all over again, she would. And that nothing oh, changed. She said nothing changed on the show. They didn't vet people in a different way. They just well, looked at it as a kind of a freak fucking thing that happened. No self-reflection whatsoever. No, they because didn't change anything about it. Now, I mean, with the whole, obviously with the whole Jeremy Kyle... Um, uh, the incident with Jeremy Kyle this year, etc. I think people are looking at reality t- TV differently. I mean, even with Love Island, like you know, there's so much. Yes. there's so much more talk about wellness and well-being and looking after the contestants. And you know, you even saw that with Amy. It was very clear yeah. that she got. It was clear that she got some kind of interventional support, yes. some kind of counselling. And, you know, she got that glow up and everything in the last week. Like yes. So they are kind of taking and steps. And I know that's all quite recent. Yeah. But surely if something like that happened, even before the advent of wellness, well-being, all, you know, the di- the, the talk, the discourse surrounding that, you'd think as a human, mm. you would say either I don't want to do this anymore or if I'm doing it, I want to do it in a different way. Yeah. But then you see now, this is the other side of it. I think when she was talking about it in interviews, she had to be like, you know, it happened devastating, terrible, but like we carried on with the show and we did the best job we could and whatever. Because I think if she had said, yeah, they fucked up, she from a legal perspective, you're leaving yeah, yourself and, wide you open see, there. Yeah. And then the other side of it is that you are fucking over your team. That were, well, were on I, the show. I can remember when she was giving evidence in court. I remember that. And what struck me at the time mm. was the fact that she was divorcing herself completely, like was claiming to have no input whatsoever when it came to the show, didn't know anything about the guests, etc. Yeah. She was like, I just rocked up 
and I just did my job and I was gone. So what like because of course I would have had no knowledge of TV etc how it worked and I remember being so surprised because you see Jenny Jones show yes. and as a youngster you I would have thought that she had when in actual fact she just rocked up every day and yeah. was like I didn't have a clue who was on or what yeah. their story was or anything else. I'll tell you some facts and figures. The show was ordered to pay um, Scott's family. So they sued the show because they thought the show were responsible. 25 million. Wow. The, the verdict, though, was later overruled by uh, an appeals court. So did they get anything? I don't think so. Now, wow. Jenny Jones in 1997, that's when her autobiography came out. My story uh, but 100% of the proceeds went to breast cancer research. Yes. In 2006, she had a cookbook. She has a YouTube channel. Um, it's like Jenny Can Cook or something, but she hasn't posted on it in about a year. But she had a cookbook out. Again, all the profits went to breast cancer research. Did she have breast cancer? No, but that's I couldn't. I'm, maybe she must have, but I couldn't find anything on her actually having had I cancer. I know she was. She was very much against because we were talking about boobs earlier. Yeah, she got her breast implants removed, and I remember she was a massive, um, a massive advocate for their removal, and like spoke out against breast implants and blah blah blah. She was really okay. against them. So I wondered, did she? Don't know. Don't know, but then she uh, in 2008 she set up Jenny's Heroes, a program where through the Jenny Jones Fund, she's giving two million dollars of her own money to individuals wanting to make a difference in their local community. So in so fairness, has she made ma- so has she made big books from the show? She must have. She made big books from the show. Yeah, I wonder. Be interesting now, um, just in relation to ratings at the time. I mean, was it like, well, obviously it Oprah would have been ratings. number one, but would she have been number two? She was I don't probably know. up there. But you see, that whole, the court case and all that, sure, like massive for ratings. Probably. I just yeah. can't believe they kept going with it. Yeah, I it know. It does seem, I mean, it's... Oh, so it's she's been, div- she's been divorced a few times but she's now uh, she's been in like in a long term relationship now for a good while but she had a few kind of short lived enough marriages um, but I uh, like in fairness she seems sound enough do you know what I mean mm-hmm. she's doing a fair bit for charity now and uh, she she looks relatively the same. It's like the fact that she's in her seventies. I'm it's, like, I what? can't believe she's the seventy-three. Hair is a, the hair is a bit darker, but like that's pretty much it. I just can't believe she's born in Bethlehem. Yeah, yeah, immigrant. Wow. It's and she, and her family are Polish. Then I'm a dad of Polish. Yeah. Okay. Strict Catholic family. Yes, I remember. I do remember the strict Catholic element. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I remember her talking about that. And they were in Ontario. Okay. In Canada. Okay. Yeah. Um, so but it seemed like I think she just got out of she just left school, got out of the gaff as quick as possible and just went chasing fame. Mm. It that's what it well, seems like she did. Her, I suppose. Ah, yeah, because she, I don't you know, know, you know, she she kinda went out there, started off drumming. Yeah. But and I tell you something, if someone asked up. me to do a chat show. Pfft, 
fucking all over. Of course, Emma. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the dream. We'll be getting Jenny's autobiography first. And I suppose the thing, thing is, unfortunately, with these things, um, I like leaving Jeremy Kyle out of the equation because I think everyone just fucking hated Jeremy Kyle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scumbag.com. But I do. There was think a bit of humour to Jenny, though. Like, do you know what I mean? Like Jeremy Kyle. There was. A, I was just about to say. I think there was a bit more likability to Jenny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, and so, she was yeah. kind of having a bit of fun with it and a bit of a laugh and a bit of a giggle, and I. Think think as awful as it was what mm. happened I think you know there are instances you, you it's very hard to predict human behavior and how human beings will react yeah and you know you could say that the book stops with them because they set up the situation but I think really no one in their right minds would conceive that someone would go out and actually do that. Oh yeah, like from watching the to clip. To be fair, yeah, from watching the clip, nobody in their right minds would conceive that that was going to no, happen. No, no, you wouldn't have thought. It. And he, 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 honestly, he seemed to take it like very well. And even the I'm fact not that madly he w- shocked either. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, sure wasn't he probably knew. Yeah, yeah, I think. And he surely much he knew. saw Scott around the breakfast buffet in the hotel. <laughs> oh, you're here. I'm here. I'm doing Jenny Jones, you're doing Jenny Jones. You know, come on. I know. But he probably did know on some level. I mean, you'd wonder really what was going on there, psychologically speaking, because... I mean, but sure, Emma, he's probably... Okay, doing the maths, 2019. Sure, he's going to be probably out in a couple of years. I think he is already out, yeah. He's already out. Mm. Wow. Don't know. And I'm surprised that he was only done for a second trigger murder if he stopped off in a Walmart, bought a gun and then drove to a house and killed someone. Well, I don't know what the timeline in, is of that, but he definitely bought a gun. But I mean, that's premeditation.com. I don't know, but maybe he meant, I don't know, it depends he where knows. he shot him or something or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think, yeah, I mean, Jenny, to be honest, you know, we, we definitely say that she has a lot more like likability than her, I was going to say English counterpart, but he wouldn't even be her counterpart, Jeremy Kyle. Yeah, but I did like, I mean, I've no real interest now in the paternity tests, not, not yeah. a hell of a lot of interest, just fucking, is he or isn't he, let's get to the fucking point, not that interested. Um, I just want to. I just want to see the people now who are have just manufactured themselves into complete sex objects. That's what I want to see. Yeah, that's what I'm interested in. That's Maybe what this I watched that be our show. New pitch. Yeah, that could be good. Now, obviously, yeah. one of us will have to become a human sex doll. It have to be you. No. You've got the boobs you, already. Yeah, but sure, you've got such a neater frame. <laughs> Think of all the cardio I'd have to do. Also, when we have talked about this, that I, I would love to get the old breasts done. I'd like them to be a bit more symmetrical. At the moment, they're like cousins and I want them to be like sisters. Well, I don't know if Copperberg are going to cover this. Well, look, <laughs> you're either supporting the podcast or you're not supporting the podcast, Copperberg. Oh, will we mention our Patreon? Yes. So we've speaking started. Speaking of boob jobs. Speaking of supporting breast implants. Yeah, come on, lads. Okay. It's time. We've it's got. Time. We've started a Patreon now. We don't want to be going doing the hard sell. That's not us. No. Who wants that? But we just said we'd start it because you know, if people would like to support the podcast, we'd really appreciate it. Zero pressure. 
It is, I think it's four euro. Uh, we have a Patreon. It's up to 90 podcast. It should be up and running. Judy's in charge of the Patreon, which means it probably isn't up and running just yet. But it should be up and running in the next couple of days. And we will be adding a couple of tiers um, there, etc. But at the moment, it's four euro. And for that four euro, you get our undying love. Yes. And also a shout out every month to thank you for support. And also you get a birthday card. For myself and M's personalized. So a personalised birthday card. And we have someone doing up um, a few bits and bobs. A bit of merch for us at the moment. So it's going to be a personalised birthday card. Handwritten in the post from myself and Emma Bear. Yeah. Um, if you do, if you don't, would really appreciate if you could review us on Apple. Because that helps hugely. Mm. Also, if you could download, even if you listen to the episode, I would really appreciate it if you download. Because that's actually what counts in terms of listenership, mm. etc. And uh, as I said, if you don't want to give four euro a month, no problem, guys. Um, we'd love if you could, but yeah. if, if you can't, zero problem. But maybe tell a friend. Tell I think it's some trust about the podcast. Yeah, I think it's important as well to say that the first person who decides to get on board with the Patreon and give uh, the first four euro uh, will get a picture of Judy's boobs. Oh, 100%. And that is guaranteed. That is guaranteed. And Emma's going to be holding them up. <laughs> Mate, we can get some whipped cream on board. Let's just go full on Jenny Jones. Uh, four euro? Uh, yeah, do you know, that's going to be an upper <laughs> tier, isn't it? <laughs> Upper upper tier for that one. Uh, so yeah, look, we'll be working on that and we're not going to be doing the hard sell. If you can, you can. I know I do support a couple of podcasts I like, but yeah. also I listen to a lot that I don't and support. And the money, so, you know, the money just goes back into the podcast, guys. Well, you know, it does go towards feeding Emma's kids as well. But Yeah, there is three of them. So, you know. I'm run, I'm run ragged. Jeez, how are you getting on minus those school dinners? <laughs> During the summer, it's a long I tell you summer when you're trying I'm to cook actually, the meals. Uh, this last week, I'm just like, I'm working for Pittens, I'm gigging all the time, I'm doing the podcast. I'm like, what's it all about? What so look, is it all it'd about? It'd be nice to wrap up the podcast <laughs> <laughs> on, um, on, a, on a high. And listen, so... What I'm saying there is she's so very long. successful and she's really grateful for yeah. all the the career's going great, lads. Ah, yeah. Look, we're living our best life. Anyway, I'm off to um, I'm off to set up a tier on Patreon to support my breast implants, <laughs> and we'll be in touch, listener. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, I've Mel. been Jeannie J. I've been Emma Doran. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.